Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk with you about creating a media kit letter. Okay, now I've already talked with you before about what you need for a press kit or an author media kit. And so jump on to that one and get all of the tips on how to create that because um, I've actually sent it out to a couple of people for review, authors in the field, and they've looked over it and they're like spot on you've got it you just need to include reviews when your book comes you just need to include you know the book cover and the summary and you're good to go and so i'm ready and so the next step for that is that you need a cover letter and sometimes you know when you write your resume and you've got it all set, and that's the easy part, and that's all the bulleted points, and that's all of the organization. And then next thing you know, it's like you've done all that, and then you'll see the attached cover letter, and you go, oh, man, something else. <laughs> well, same thing for the cover letter for the media kit. You need to go ahead and uh, create one of these and make it to where it's easily interchangeable and personalized. And then decide, you know, how do you want to set it up? Because your attachments are going to be the media kit. You don't want to tell every single thing in there, but you do need to kind of pitch yourself enough at the very opening lines so that somebody would want to press onto the media kit to see you um, and your information in more detail. So I would suggest that you open up your letter with the purpose of the letter and so that whole first paragraph is what are you trying to accomplish with this letter now i'm going to give you some ways that you need to interchange this you need to think about your target audience for one and think about all of the different avenues when you're setting up your tours that you can accomplish now i have been noticing recently a lot of the blog touring and I see that when I'm reading about marketing strategies it's you know you have somebody on your blog and then they'll return the favor and then you get on their blog so this could be a blog tour letter that you're actually sending out now if you're doing a blog tour you need to send separate images in JPEG so that way that the person that is um, going to feature you on the blog then they don't have to follow up with just like a separate photo Um, you can go ahead and include those and have them even though on the media kit itself I do have a page that has all the different pictures on it it's a PDF format and so that's not going to work okay So I would suggest that you create um, a file 
on your computer that just has your um, photos, like a photo file for each one of your books. That, may, that means it'll be easily accessible for you. You can quickly grab those and then you can give those out according to um, who you're sending that to. Um, so if you're doing the blog tours, I would suggest that you do that. You may want to include a photo in the middle of your letter, but I'm not going to. Um, I think that that just breaks it up a little bit. Um, I don't have the cover anyway. The cover, I have the cover, and it's lovely, and I can't wait to share it with you. But no one else can have the cover until July 10th, or, or I think that's the date. I forgot. It's early in the morning. But it's the, the first couple of weeks of July is when the cover reveal is scheduled. I've got to go back and look at my calendar. But I can't wait until July to send these letters out. So I can't put the cover letter there. And I don't want to just put my picture like smack in the middle of that. Um, not to say that, you know, that would just send off a signal of narcissism. I don't know. I just, I don't want to do that. And I don't have the book cover ready. So I'm steering away from that. I would say you could put... Um, the, just the photos as JPEGs, your photo, because um, everybody could do the author photo um, and put it there. And then um, photos of your book on previous books that you've done as well, in case they want to feature or spotlight those. So your first paragraph needs to be the purpose of the letter. You're trying to set up you know a tour and by you doing this tour I think that it's imperative that you put the signal right away of kind of available times and so the way that I did it was um, in the fall and in winter months you know I'm gonna be setting up a tour that would include evenings and weekend times because I work a full-time job. There's no way that I'm going to be able to do, you know, a 10 o'clock school showing unless it's going to be on a day where I have, you know, a teacher work day or something like that. And another school doesn't. But that's going to be rare because we don't get like a fall break in public schools or anything like that. We may get one day here and there. So that is gonna be like very difficult for me for mornings. So I think that it's imperative that if you know that you already have a schedule where you could only set up weekends availability, go ahead and just put that there. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That gives the person on the other end, say they can start already thinking, oh, we've got this author event planned for this Saturday because most of them are going to be in the evenings and on Saturdays or Sundays anyway. But I just want to send that signal at the very beginning that this is, you know, when I'm doing that. And of course, I'm going to be touring across the South. Um, I'm going to be very um, specific in my locations. I'm going to actually do the old school map and do geographical um, like GPS tracking of miles because I have to one for the business but 
I have to be very logistic here because if I get off of work at a certain time, yet I schedule an event, I've got to make sure that I can get there by that designated time. So I want to have those things already planned in advance on my spreadsheet. I've already thought that through. So when you're calculating your spreadsheet, when you're putting down, you know, the person that you've submitted the letter to, and not just the, the name, the email, the date you sent it, the organization, you know, go ahead and add, you know, how many miles it is and um, the estimated time that it's going to take you to drive. And then if you, you know, if you're in a highly populated area and you've got to worry about rush hour traffic like I do, and then you've got to, you know, extend upon that and consider those kind of times when you're um, trying to schedule something out. So the first paragraph, you've got your purpose. Why are you reaching out for them? Do you want to be included in an upcoming blog tour? Do you just want them to shout you out on social media when the time comes? Now, if you're going to do one of those, okay, if you're doing a, um, I'm reaching out to you because you have a large social media presence and um, it would be a blessing if you could, you know, promote my upcoming release on your sites. If you're going to do that, don't do it this far in advance if that's all you're looking for because that's going to get lost in the time shuffle of emails. So if you're creating one of those form letter type things that you just want to do the shout out on social media, then your letter in the first paragraph, you know, can also include your hashtags and your um, handles. So you can put that in the first paragraph. But if that's not what you're looking for, that's not where I would put um, the shout out piece. I would put that near the end of like of your signature line or let that be on your author media kit where they can have all the hyperlinks on the PDFs. Or do like what my friend suggested me. You know, she was like, Jennifer, I just want a one-page um, link sheet. So I went ahead and made a one-page link sheet. She, she did not want to pull it off of the media kit. She just wanted a, a Google Doc that had every single link on it. And so I did a social media links um, sheet for her, which now it can come in handy because if you're going to do one of those, can you please promote my work on your site? Then you can include that in there. You can um, use that as an attachment. So, so there's a purpose for that. If you want to do the blog tours, I would wait as well because you want your work to be, you know, in the minds of the readers and close to that release date. Actually, either the week of the release date, you would hope that the blog tour would pick up, you know, or hopefully that week or the week after at least, like right when it's fresh. That's what you would want. That can help with your rankings. That can help with your visibility um, and your page visibility too on Amazon. So... That's, you know, that's something that you've got to consider, the timeline. Well, for me, I'm trying to set up speaking engagements, book tours. And so mine is going to go out now. I said I was going to send all of those things out on Saturday. 
the plans changed. I was grateful that this weekend I was able to at least draft the letter myself. Um, so I did accomplish at least the letter writing piece. And I included, you know, Jen is setting up um, book tours, speaking engagements, and events. And so that's what I listed in my first paragraph as my purpose for reaching out. Because that way, let's say they're having an author spotlight in the public library. I want to get on that list. But let's say they're having a special fall event at their church. Let's say they're having a youth conference at their church. Well, I want to be on that one as well. Even if it's not as a speaker, but possibly as a vendor. Now, you guys might, might say, don't do it, Jennifer, don't do it, but I just felt led to do it, and so here I am. I wrote the word free on there, and I'm gonna tell you why. I wrote free bookings because I did not want, and everybody's like, well, everybody does bookings for free. Well, no, they don't. Sometimes people charge for keynote speaking. Sometimes people charge for um, book signings and coming to speak at schools. I know this firsthand because as a literacy coach, I'm organizing these things. And so I'm on the other end you know, I'm getting the connections on the other side of this world. And so I know that there are authors out there charging. And once I find out that an author is charging, I can't take that money out of my pocket and pay for them. And we do not have a school budget for literacy where I have a pool of money. I do not have my own budget. I do not have a budget code. And so... I know that, and so then it, it crosses out any opportunity that I'm able to. All right, I'm back. Just got a phone call. Um, my friend nominated me for a school hero. It's this competition, and um, another colleague of mine that I work with, with my coaching role, um, she nominated me, and I think that's so nice. And she apologized. She was like, for some reason, I, when I was typing your name, I got a G somehow. I hit a G in the other part, not in the front part. I'm like, honey, it's all right. We're living and we're going on. <laughs> I'm just so tickled. Um, okay, so what was I? Okay, i got to get back to where I was talking about. So you guys might think it's a little tacky that I'm writing in there free bookings available. Um, I'm not going to say it's tacky. Just for the simple fact is I'm the person on the other end, and then my question is, are they charging for this stuff? Are they expecting compensation for this? What do they want out of this? And then everybody's like, but Jennifer, they know that you're going to be bringing your books, and that is a kind of a compensation. If you can sell books, then you're making money. Well, like I say, there are some authors in the world that do charge to be at events. And so I'm not wanting to send that signal out or, or have a questionable, um, you know, response. Like if they get my letter and then they go, well, does she charge? And no, I don't. I want to go to homeschool groups. I want to go to churches. I want to get um, in front of my target audience. And I don't want them to even think that I'm going to be doing that with, a, you know, and asking them for, you know, $300. So... 
so there you go um, you also need to consider in the second paragraph doing a pitch of kind of who you are and what you could offer while you're there and so this is where you don't have to go full blast into a bio but first paragraph is your purpose second paragraph is kind of like what are you an expert in or what could you offer um, and so that's where you know I wrote in this paragraph about my I'm an expert in literacy um, Christian ministry and you know I put in there that you know with 20 years of educational experience you know I can provide um, workshops or I could complete uh, you know a quick course or give a talk blah 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 okay so think about what it could be that you could offer because if you're setting up like for example with the library system and the library likes to give a you know come here you know Jen Lowry speak and she'll talk with you about you know just her experiences well then that's easy we talk about our experiences every single day but if you give them you know something that you can talk about like traditional versus um, indie publishing or something like that like if you're an expert in that area then you know you've got you a little hook in there so think about that and what you could put in your second paragraph and then in your third paragraph, of course, same way when you're doing your query letter, and as you can see, my cover letter is going to be no longer than one page. It's going to be kind of like the same length as a query. In your third one, you know, just put about your book. Now, if in a query letter, your third paragraph is going to kind of be your bio, you know, what publications have you been in, what are you, you know what's notable about your experience that connects with writing what does your audience look like right now that you're um, you know you're working with that's that kind of stuff but in this one I'm not going that route I actually put the book summary so that way they're hearing that I'm setting up the event they're right there with me in the second paragraph about what I'm an expert in or what I could offer and provide for them as a part of um, the event and then the third paragraph was my book blurb and I am so thankful that my publisher created a beautifully written book blurb that just captured the essence of Sweet Potato Jones um, right down to the heart of it and so um, I added that and then I've put, of course, you know, attached as a media kit um, for further information. You know, if, um, looking forward to hearing back from you. You know, that typical thing. Now, I have taken this letter and I have created it on a Google Doc because I'm using the MySparrow launch team um, in the Google Doc format. So we're, you know, I'm making files in there. That way everybody can go to the link and access that off the Facebook group page 
and that way they can make edits and comments along the side. If I did it in a Word document and they did individual track changes, I'm, um, there, there may be an option for me to do group tracks and all of that, and I know there are, but you would have to keep sending it out, I think. But with the Google, it's, I like that. I'm just more comfortable using that. So what I did is after I wrote it on Sunday, I put it into my Sparrow launch team group. And I asked them, you know, to look at it. I told them what it was first. And I told them that my publicist was going to review it. My publicist was going to edit it and then send it out. Because my I have a publicist who is going to, like a marketing manager, that is going to be the person that is going to help me schedule all of these events. Um, and I'm very gracious that I have someone in my life that is going to take over that role for me. Um, guys, if you, like, if you knew, like, just how tremendous of a blessing that is for me when my friend stepped up in that role and everybody has particular um, things that they love to do. And my friend, she loves spreadsheets. She loves um organizing that's something that is that is her baby she loves it now for me on the other hand that's why i have to keep calendars because i can double triple quadruple book myself um you can't ask me something while i'm walking anymore like don't like when i'm down the hallway at school and people are like can't i come and see you on tuesday and i'm like and this they're talking about like not today like asking me they're like next tuesday and i'm like guys just shoot me an email or you know stop by and then we'll schedule it because i have to have my calendar right in front of me as busy as i am but with everything else that's going on in my life you know god knew that setting up this book tour setting up events you know that's just a lot of legwork and my friend graciously offered to help with that so I'm building a team and the team is going to be coming from more than likely my Sparrow launch team so that's important you know for you also to consider like let's say you've got your launch team list and those are like your VIP people unless you're going to be doing like a a massive sweep and you're just going to be opening up like with the Google form do you want to be a part of the launch team or or if you're just doing a you know join me on the launch emails to all like people that you've collected on a newsletter I mean that's fine you can do that um, but if you have like a special set aside launch team like I do I have 24 members now on my launch team and I know that that is extremely small, whereas some people have 500 on their launch team. Um, mine is special, mine is very um, selective, and those people, you know, are active. Like, they're giving comments to me, they're not just looking at, what, my thing is, is that they're looking and they're not necessarily commenting inside their Facebook page. Um, they'll send me a quick text after. And I'm like, you should put it on the page because then other people will see that you're commenting and they might, you know, agree or, you know, have something to say or add to it or extend upon it. Um, so I have had that issue to happen multiple times already. But I will say that having the launch team 
then this has happened from that. So do you see the blessing that I've received by now having um, someone step up as a publicist? So that means that um, they're going to be sending out the letters. They're going to be um, editing first the letter. Then they're going to be sending out the letters and keeping up with the calendar. Um, in order for us to do that, you've got to consider what type of um, like email database or, or how are you going to send those and where do you want it to, to go to. Um, you can do a media email. That way it doesn't get lost in the shuffle. Because guys, with Jen Lowry writes email, think about every time I want to do like a subscription to something and I'm, you know how you get those weekly newsletters or you get the courses and things. You know, then I get a bunches of emails from you guys, which I love. Um, you know, I'm getting business inquiries. I'm getting all kinds of things through that Jen Lowry writes email. And one day I actually got an email lost in the shuffle of emails. You know, I don't want to do that. I'm trying to think of a better way. So I'm thinking about having just for the blog tours, like a media email. So it would be Jen Lowry writes, um, I don't know. I don't want to call it marketing at gmail.com, but I want it to be, um, something under like maybe Jen Lowry writes media media I think media or I gotta I'm praying over that but do you see where I'm going with that so pray over that um, you on the other hand may be able to organize your emails and um, keep track of everything but I feel like if I just have it in a separate one in a separate ding to give me a notification or to give my publicist a notification because I know that she has work emails, personal emails. Um, if we set that up to where it would send a, a separate ding, then, then we could both receive it. Um, we would both have access to that email. And we would have a Google Drive that would have access for that, that would put any kind of media kits, publicity. She could have easy access to that. Um, I'm thinking that through and so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna talk with her about it and I'm gonna see you know what would she suggest as well because she's taking on this role and she's gonna um, be instrumental in this process so what I would think would be easy for me might not be easy for her um, I will be her client because what she's doing is she's gonna possibly set up her own freelance business. She's done a lot of work in the past. She's done freelance work in the past. Um, and she's never considered the social media marketing, but she is awesome with it. She makes websites for people. She maintains websites for people. Now I'm talking about somebody who has a wealth of knowledge on the social media, media side. And that's what I lack in a way. I mean, I can do it a little bit. I can get by with it. But in this day and age, you don't want to get by with that. You know, you want an expert in social media. You want an expert, you know, you want to keep 
perfecting how to how to do this life, right? You can't want to keep learning. Well, she knows. She's been maintaining, you know, her social media platforms for a while. And so, and when I say maintaining, I mean successfully and for other people creating websites and things like that. So, you know, I told her there's a market for that in the author world. Whereas if I don't have an expertise in an area and you do, and you have that graphic design background, you have that freelance writing background, think about all of the, you know, ways that you could help support authors. So she's, you know, she's working for me right now, developing these tools for herself. So that way then she could possibly open up, you know, her own business and she could be extremely lucrative at it because she's so amazing. Like people tell me like, for example, yesterday, um, there was, excuse me, I'm yawning. There was a lady who was, you know, saying all this stuff. I, and I, sometimes it's hard for me to take a compliment. And I, I shouldn't be like that, but I am. And, and so she was like, you know what? You are just, you are just so great. You are so phenomenal. You're just amazing. Blah, blah. She was saying all these, you know, words, you know, description, descriptions. And I was just sitting there going, no, no, no. I said, I just want you to know that I surround myself <laughs> by wonderful people. And that helps me. I said, look at all the people that I have here with me today. It's all about, you know, about them. And I'm just a part of that. Um, and I truly believe that. I'm not just saying that. The smooth with other people. Like, I truly believe that surrounding yourself by strong individuals can help you rise to, to the occasion. Um, it kind of puts you on your game, you know. That's kind of like accountability however you want to call it, but I surround myself by people all the time, and, and I'm just amazed by not only their professionalism, you know, but by their heart and by their just Christian walk, and, and I want to support them too, and so think about it. This is kind of like a win-win for this publicist because if they're out there and they're going to be, you know, working for me right now, there's a low risk because it's a dear friend they know that you know they are helping me out it's not like they've got to 100 percent get all of the the ping backs and set up a you know a tour they just have to learn how to do one right and so um i think this is really good for them and maybe they just enjoy this kind of stuff because that's how they pitched it to me so seeing if you can have someone on a team with you that can help you with these emails so I'm not even going to be sending the email out at all. Like, I helped create the draft. They're reviewing the draft this week, my Sparrow launch team. They have it available for them this week. Um, and then this week is the building of the spreadsheet because I've already determined that I want to work, like, Wednesday night youth groups. Youth groups, a lot of times at churches, meet on Wednesday nights or Tuesday nights. Um, we want to, to do that. We want to hit... Um, youth groups, and I'm telling you, right, she's going to have a sheet for everything on her spreadsheets. I can already tell you that. She's going to have a youth group sheet. She's going to have a library sheet. She's going to have um, festivals. She's going to have all kinds of little um, sheets available. Now, with festivals, you can't get away with probably showing up for free. You're probably going to have to pay for a booth. 
um, there's a festival that I've already looked at and it's $125 to have a booth and I showed my son and he was like wow mama he was like you got to be rich to go to those festivals I was like I know honey so that's something that I'm praying over for like for continued sponsorships where I will be able to do a lot more than what I would be able to do on my own um, and so if God means for me to be at these festivals then I know that the money will come um, if not, I'll try to do other events that could be free, um, that could offer me a booth for free at maybe, a, you know, like a local, like for example, at the Collard Festival, y'all, I want to be at that Collard Festival. Y'all don't understand. That's my people. Um, if I'm set up at the Collard Festival, I'm probably going to cry, seriously, because I would be sitting on the same grounds of my of my hometown you know around all of the people that i was raised around while everybody's cooking collars and singing gospel music <laughs> um to me that's that's an event that i can't miss and that's in the fall of the year that's in october um and november time you know i'll have the book out by then that's something that I cannot miss. So thinking about events like that, they may not charge me to be at the Collar Festival because I would be coming back to the community. Um, so you just have to you know, try, send out your emails, send, see what you can come up with. And if you can get someone on your team to help you with this, that will lighten your load a lot so you can focus on other areas um, that you could be working on, like, you know, additional writing, um, maybe doing some free resources to add to newsletters. Um, you know, we've got so much that we could be doing before the book release that, you know, setting up these tours, uh, even as as exciting as it is, if someone else offers to help you with that, you know, we don't have to be in 100% control. You know, God puts other people around us. And, and by the Spirit, she just stepped up and said, Oh, I want to do this. Can I help you? Can I can I be your publicist? And I went, like, is she serious? I'm like, for real? Like, I can't pay you? She was like, no, I really want to do it for free. Like, I want to. Just like I have someone that is already stepping up who wants to go on the blog tours with me. Not blog tours. Who wants to go on the actual tours with me um, and take pictures and work the crowd and do all of that. You know, that's amazing. So that's two people from my Sparrow launch team. So by me, you know, building that team of special people around me, the Lord is answering prayers to the left and to the right of me. And if you would want to, if you'd want to be brave, if no one has stepped up, pray about it and then put it out there and say, are there any experts, you know, any experts out there that are my friends, that are social media experts that might like to um, be a marketing manager for me? Um, you never know. They may love it. They may have a little bit of free time that they might be able to give to you. And they may just want to support you in your efforts and cheer you on. So pray over that. And pray that the right person will step in and be there to assist you.
And if you want to send that out on your launch team, you can see, you know, maybe think of some different roles that could be of support for you because you would hope that all, now all of my launch team, they're not on social media platforms. Um, in fact, two people on my launch team aren't even on the Facebook group. Um, so that actually makes 26. Um, and I just talk with them through text because they don't, um, are on social media, but they're part of my prayer team. But you would hope that they would go ahead and, um, you know, start talking about your book. When your book comes closer, you know, they're going to read your book. They're going to review it. They're going to launch it out. They're going to put it out on all of their sites. But maybe they have some special expertise that they could help you with. Maybe they love working with Canva and they've worked on different. Maybe they actually have, you know, Adobe products and they want to create some um, images for you. Like you never know what people might be doing. You may know somebody, but then you might not know what they do in their free time or what apps they have on their phones that they love to do pit collages or they are really into the book art. So think about, you know, think about asking. And I know we're humble and I know we hate to ask people. We feel like we're burdening people, but asking isn't the burden. If, if, you know, don't do that. Don't beat yourself up about that. And and be no risk. Like, guys, it will not hurt me my feet. Hurt me feelings. I sound like I'm a pirate. It will not hurt my feelings if you don't accept this, guys. Just, you know, I was just asking, putting it out there, if anybody would like to help me with some areas um, before that, you know, let me know. If you haven't, you know, maybe you've got somebody on your launch team that has done a lot of marketing with their church or with their husband's or wife's businesses. I mean, or a family, they've helped a family member before. You have no clue that they helped get their family member's business off the ground. Like you might not know these things. Um, and so you might have some business mindset people there that could really give you some tips um, and maybe help steer you in the right direction. And they may know contacts. Like I went to my media specialist and right away she's on my launch team and she gave me contacts for the head librarians and people even though I could go and find those things I'm sure on my own she knew the exact person that I needed to talk to about setting up events um, so you never know who people might have contacts that could help you there might be sponsors that can help you and I'm going to talk with you about that, too, in another episode because I've been watching what authors are doing with their marketing, um, and I'm still praying over that. Um, and I'll give you a heads up on that later when I feel um, that I have more research behind me and more models to talk through. So I hope that this has helped setting up your cover letter, and I want you to go ahead and think long-term. You think about it, it's March now. My book is coming out in September. I was told by one of my launch team members who has planned events in the past, you better do this now. Like, this is your month. And so I'm taking their advice, and I'm listening, and I'm going ahead and sending these things out now so I can go ahead and try to get on um, event list, um, especially thinking about your target audience. You know, I just thought about what's going on with fairs at colleges because colleges are also open to the YA market and they have bookstores 
colleges have bookstores. Um, and so you've got to think widespread, especially in your location. Where could you go? Um, and that can make it fun trips for you and your family. You know, make events out of it. And you don't have to spend a lot of money. You can picnic this stuff. <laughs> you can picnic. You can do dives, drive, drive-ins, diners, drive, blah, blah, blah. Diners, drive-ins, and dives. I need my coffee. Um, and you can, you know, make a family event and go at it. So I would just encourage you to get started. And good luck. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.